What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Doing business like a CEO while saving like a CFO. Staples has all the supplies you need to run your business like a boss at prices that'll make your bookkeeper smile. Now that is an achievement. Everything from markers and pens to 2019 desk calendars. And right now, a 12-pack of Sharpie markers and an 8-pack of Expo dry erase markers are only $4.99 each. At Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. Ends $119.19 in-store only. Our second goal is to expose the works of darkness, starting with entertainment, a device the devil uses to control your mind and soul. Why? Why? Because these are the subjects that are interwoven into a lot of your entertainment. Don't let them burn. This is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn. Welcome to our review of Black Panther. Remember, this is a Christian movie review, so if you get offended easily, now is the time to back out. This review will be filled with spoilers also. If you don't like spoilers and you haven't seen the movie, now is the time to back out. Now this film is well produced and directed. The cast is wonderful and the score of the film is very riveting. For this review, I'm going to focus mostly on the spiritual aspects and reveal some things you might not know. Most of the moral messages in this film are good, like loyalty, patriotism, nationalism, and family. The action was a bit over the top in some cases, but it's not gratuitous with the violence. Black Panther was created by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. The mythology has been revised from time to time, but most of it stays the same. I'm going to get into the gods of Wakanda for a little bit. According to the riot spirits of the Jaya, the Orisha originated during immortal times in the land that would become Wakanda. When the pilgrims who traveled to this land entered in conflict with the native beasts that lived on it, the originators, the heroes that rose among the humans, were ascended to gods on faith. These gods, the Orisha, were Thoth, Kokoi, Mojahi, Ta, Nayami, and Bast. I don't know if I pronounced all those right, but those are the gods of Wakanda. The humans and the Orisha defeated the originators and banished them to the nether realms beyond a group of gates. As part of their duty, the Orisha became guardians of these gates. It's important to note that these humanoid gods have animal features. Each tribe in Wakanda are dedicated to a certain type of animal. For instance, the tribe belonging to Wakabi dress themselves like gorillas and even make grunting noises like gorillas. This is depicted in the movie. As the story starts, millions of years ago, a meteor made of the fictional metal vibranium, an energy absorbing metal, slammed into Africa before the age of man. It affected the plant life and the soil with its radiation. By the time of men, five African clans would fight over the precious metal. The Egyptian or panther goddess Bast gives a vision to a warrior shaman about the heart-shaped herb that would give them strength, speed, and instinct. In the comic books, Bast is the one that granted Wakanda to be one of her realms on earth, bestowed with a fraction of her powers. She also made sure that vibranium would remain hidden from the rest of the world. Now, there's something called a panther cult, and I got this from, you know, one of Marvel's wikis. The panther cult is a state religion of the African nation of Wakanda. Its origins date back over 10,000 years ago, after the vibranium meteor fell. A number of Wakandans were painfully mutated into demon spirits and began attacking their fellow Wakandans. Bashenga became the first Black Panther and closed the vibranium mounds to outsiders, forming a religious cult that guarded the mound and fought to keep the demon spirits from spreading across the kingdom. The Black Panther is a ceremonial and religious title 
given to the chief of the African nation of Wakanda. In addition to ruling the country, he is also chief of its various tribes, collectively referred as the Wakandans. As part of the cult ceremonies, a chosen black panther is entitled to use the heart-shaped herb that grants the person who consumes it enhanced strength, agility, and perception. Remember that this is a concept from Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, and they were also into the book called The Doors of Perception. When the movie transitions to T'Challa's first scene, his general okay is seen in a yoga pose using the mudra. This finger gesture is used to open the chakras and the kundalini spirit. She uses this spiritual energy to fly the prince's aircraft. Basically, she's tapped into the prana, or what you would call the force, a type of spiritual energy that links one's soul to the gods of Hinduism or yoga. Now, these techniques are what some scientists are trying to pursue today. I'm not sure if the ceremonial dances in the movies are made up or not, but this is typical to many shamanistic rituals accompanied by music. This is also used to invite spirits in, even though this movie didn't depict that. In the movie, there are two types of potions, one to give the ability of the Black Panther and one to take it away. The ceremony of the heart-shaped herb is like the Masonic Hiram Abiff ritual of death, burial, and resurrection. T'Challa gets buried in the red dirt after taking the potion of the heart-shaped herb, then awakened in the spiritual realm, or what's called Necropolis. Here's a quote from the false goddess Bast from the comic book. In Necropolis, the Wakandan city of the dead, where black panthers go to die, and where you will rule as king of the dead, every panther that has ever lived, their strength, their knowledge, is now yours. Every battle fought, every battle won, unbeaten, unbroken, a crown of the unconquered, a king of kings, my champion, my Black Panther, end quote. In other words, the Black Panther is her spiritual representative or ambassador on planet Earth. This is also astral projection or necromancy. He talks to his dead father who gives him spiritual and kingly advice. Then he resurrects symbolically as the new king of Wakanda. Plus, this is almost like in Man of Steel where Kal-El was infused with the DNA of all the ancestors, making him superior. And I won't go into the rest of that. It's a long explanation. Only the heirs of the throne can take the heart-shaped herb. Anyone else is likely to die in the process. And Killmonger, who I haven't talked about yet, also goes through this process in the movie when he comes to take over the kingdom and succeeds. Wakanda, now is a flourishing capitalist, nationalist, Afro-futuristic environment with closed borders and is cloaked away from the rest of the world, even to the rest of Africa, which is struggling from their own problems. Wakanda is the most advanced nation on the planet. It has cloaking technology, futuristic weaponry, cures for disease, the ability to heal people rapidly, aircrafts and machinery outpacing most of what the world has seen, a black dystopia. Shuri, T'Challa's sister, is a genius and is even smarter than Tony Stark's. Th that's Iron Man for those that don't know. She helps to develop the technology of her time. Something you might have missed is the huge pyramid-shaped structure over the vibranium mining sites. This is very spiritually symbolic to the vibranium. It's connected directly to the Egyptian goddess and the entire ecosystem, sort of like the concept of Mother Earth or Gaia. You can also find a similar structure in the Thor movies at the castle of Asgard. Black Panther's suit now is known as the Panther Habit. 
in the comic books. The panther habit is a symbol of office as well as a religious vestment. The political and religious head of Wakanda. The suit made of vibranium absorbs kinetic energy for redistribution that gives a powerful blow. It can also amplify magic when charged with it also for redistribution. This is not mentioned in the movie. Now the fictional metal vibranium acts as a yin to the other form of vibranium called antimetal or reverbium which is found in Antarctica in a place called a savage land. This place is not depicted or mentioned in the film but it's worth mentioning. Antimetal can basically cancel out any other type of metals repelling the kinetic energy. As for the subject of immigration, here's a line from the film. You let the refugees in, they bring their problem with them. End quote. You can make of that political statement what you want, but it's the right strategy to some degree. Mass immigration is a construct of the liberals, cloward and piven. Their strategy from 1966 was made to overload the welfare system with a crisis that would bring forth a new dependency on government. Another political statement was made at the end of the film about not putting up barriers to the rest of the world. So now Wakanda goes from a closed border nationalistic nation to a model that's closer to the ideals of globalism or what's known as the New World Order, meshing itself with the goals of the United Nations. Now it's not wrong to help the world out and um, give aid to people that need it, but if you look close enough, you'll see what I'm saying. In the beginning of the movie, Prince Njabu, Killmonger's father, gets killed by King T'Chaka, T'Challa's father, in 1992, Oakland, California, the birthplace of the original Black Panther movement. This is the main story arc of the movie. Killmonger, the antagonist of the movie, his entire motive is to avenge his father's death, take the throne from T'Challa, then distribute tech around the world to his terrorist cells in order to kill off all the white leaders who suppress or oppress black people around the world. This would bring black people and Wakanda to a swift rise to power as the dominating political force on the planet, also the dominating technocratic force on the planet. Basically, Killmonger is like a Malcolm X or the George Soros funded Black Lives Matter. T'Challa on the other hand seems more like a Donald Trump or Martin Luther King. In the movie, white people are consistently called colonizers. You can make of that what you will, I won't go there. Now, what some of you might not know is Black Panther is also a member of the comic book version of the Illuminati, which includes Black Bolt, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Captain Namor, Professor X, and Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four. I'm not sure if Marvel will ever bring this version of the Avengers to the big screen, but comic book fans are surely looking for this to happen. Some of the subjects and themes that are in the comics are not revealed yet. For instance, a few of the women warriors might eventually come out as lesbians. One in particular would be Ayo. She was seen in this movie and in Captain America's Civil War. So, in summary, T'Challa, the Black Panther, is a shamanistic African superhero who is tapped into the force through his suit, plus also through the abilities he's been granted through the heart-shaped herb from the false Egyptian cat goddess Bast. He serves with the political and spiritual mantle, the king of the dead. Yes, he can control zombies. He's also a technocratic king under the regional spirit or principality that has dominion over a portion of Africa. It's good to note also that he is the most powerful Black Panther that has ever lived because T'Challa takes on all the traits from every form of Black Panther. So now what we can see from this breakdown is we walk into some of these movies not really knowing what we're getting into 
with all the rituals, all the symbolism, and the things that define the core of the mythology. If I missed anything that's very important, please let me know in the comments below. This ends our review of Marvel's Black Panther. If you like our videos, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to get all our frequent updates. Planning a spring break getaway? Well, with the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles on any purchase you make today and every day. And those miles add up to get you closer to that trip to paradise. Every vanilla soy latte, double miles. Every time you pump gas, double miles. Even when you buy a set of monogram beach towels, yep, double miles. You earn unlimited double miles on every purchase, and then you go. The Capital One Venture Card, the card that takes you there. What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USA NA.